today we're going to have a conversation with Camille Verschoor about loneliness uh, during Corona times. And I just wanted to start off with saying how this came about, because of course it's not as random as you might think the topic is. Uh, me and Camille met at uh, a networking event, I think around three years ago it's now. Yeah, maybe two, I think it's rather three. And we just uh, stayed in touch on the LinkedIn and have always been kind of networking and linking each other to other people. And we were also talking about how Corona was affecting uh, our businesses. And then we started talking about how loneliness is really a big thing right now. Um, loads of people are obviously working from home, living at home all the time, are not even leaving their homes sometimes, and are really feeling, um, well, actually the lack of physical um, uh, presence of other people because they live by themselves or in a student room or dorm room, whatever, um, but also because they haven't seen friends, family, um, you know, their team in a while, and it just feels a bit odd to be such in a, yeah, in a, like, a non-social place. And Camille and I started talking about this on LinkedIn, and he said this is really a thing right now, not only for well, our business, but I have heard this um, a few times in, uh, in different uh, uh, companies and from different people. And uh, we said we should really talk about this and not just the two of us, but also like for a bigger crowd, because I think we both believe that loneliness is not something that just popped up uh, during COVID. I mean, it's, it's been all around. I think that, uh, Mia, you can, of course, add to this, but I think it's just something that has been a taboo for a while uh, that many of us might feel or have felt and uh, are not really ready to speak out uh, about. And now that, you know, we are uh, forced to be unsocial in a, in a way, uh, we see what it's like not to be social and what the impact is on our lives and how we feel mentally. So long story short, uh, Camille, great having you. Thank you. And really looking forward to all your uh, insights and experiences with, you know, this topic. Um, can we start off with just introducing the topic, like the research on it and yeah, just kind of framing it in a way? Yeah, let's, let's do that. Yeah, let's do context. All right, so I just said already, like, you know, we're forced to stay at home, to connect distance. But what I read in this review or in this research that you showed me is that especially millennials and Gen Zers, so that's the age range of 18 to 34, uh, that many of them feel extra lonely and, you know, they have a lot of stress from this situation and also feel very dissatisfied with their lives, right? So, yeah, I think we can both agree that especially in this age range, you are super social, you go to bars, you see friends a lot, and now all of a sudden it's all just gone. Yeah, and I think that also has to do with uh, the way we've been growing up, right? We've been always mm. connected. We've always been on Facebook. The internet is like a given for most of them. Yeah. So uh, you have this massive um, influx of uh, information all the time. So I guess that is also a part of it. Yeah, so you're you're missing the, the overload of, yeah, maybe socialness right now that you normally have, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right, so um, one more thing about the facts that I read. I saw that, uh, so especially those younger generations have these mental problems and yeah, kind of are feeling it more. 
Um, the research that we read says that as many as 70% of the respondents in that age range of 18 to 35 say that they suffer from distress and dissatisfaction. 70%. I think that's insane. Um, so can we start off with just kind of framing more about your background and uh, yeah, what Bird's Eye, your company, does? Yeah, sure. Before so, we dive into your team. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, my name is Camille Verschoor. I'm CEO and co-founder of Birdseye. And at Birdseye, we drive insights from images. Uh, we do that by converting images into meaningful figures and numbers. And with that, we find broken solar panels. We monitor quality of steel and we count inventory. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about my, my company. We are about six people right now. Um, yeah, so, so that's a little bit about the context of my, of my situation and mm -hmm. uh, I live at uh, home alone. So, mm -hmm. uh, obviously in contact with family a lot, but, but that's a bit my, uh, my context at the moment. Mm -hmm. So when we started talking about this topic, you said, this is really a thing for me and my team. Can you explain what the situation is for you and your team at Birdseye right now? Um, well, when COVID 19 started off um i think in the beginning of march um well first there weren't any lockdowns but when they initiated lockdowns that people had to stay at home what it literally meant for myself is that i had to stay at home uh in isolation um mm -hmm. actually for 30 days because mm. um because i had a cough and you were advised to stay at home when you have a cough so Mm -hmm. What it means is that you literally cannot do anything outside of your home. So um, no supermarkets, no, yeah, you're really dependent on, 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 on other people. Mm -hmm. um, for my team, um, in the sense that um, obviously we were already used to working from home uh, once a week, but... Mm -hmm you do miss some social interaction together. Um, so we used to play ping pong, like we had big ping pong uh, battles, uh, like during the week, during lunch, <laughs> that was our usual thing. And yeah. that was suddenly not there anymore. And what mm -hmm. I started to notice myself, well, like after one day or two days, like I wanna hear someone, I wanna speak to someone, like even though you have your daily stand up and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, it's kind of silent and in the beginning, it's nice because you can concentrate, you can work really, be really productive. But on the other hand, you don't have the noise channel on the other hand that, that someone is like, hey, can you help me out with this? Or you have this question. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that, that's, that's how, it, how I realized it, like that it was beginning to get a bit lonely. Yeah. So you stayed at home for 30 full days without seeing people, but also not even going out to the supermarket, right? Yes. Well, I, I did. How, how did you manage? Well, I well well. Thankfully, uh, Mia was so kind to do my groceries. Ah. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I, I was. It was. I mean, like, uh, like in terms of personally, like uh, obviously, it's not nice to be able to leave your home. It's not nice to not be able to see people. But on the other hand, you can be really stressed about that and and stuff like that. But uh, you can also just accept it uh, and as a given. Um, for me, um, 
my mom was probably uh, infected by COVID nineteen, but okay. Um, so she, so I had the roller coaster of her thinking she had COVID, but she couldn't be tested. So uh, <laughs> I had to keep her sane, kind of like uh, calling her every day, like it's gonna be okay, just take it easy, mm. etc. Um, and on the other hand, um, what what it also does did is like I was able to speak to a lot of other family like my grandma that I well normally see a couple of times a year a year, uh, yeah a year now mm. I was like speaking weekly to because I was just concerned like I mean she was in the risk group so yeah. um and also my sister her wedding was canceled um oh but uh but on the other hand I w- yeah w- do speak with them weekly so it also it gives you more time to speak to people you you uh haven't spoken to mm. uh that i think that's that's really an upside of course uh it's not like having a hug etc or mm. whatever the the distance is re- really difficult i would say and, mm. and for some it's more than others mm. um but on the other side like um you will also see nice initiatives pop up like we like I think in the first week we already had like a Friday uh, weekly uh, game night set up and that is actually still going um, which is like everyone looks forward to it uh, <laughs> during the week just to have that online event where we have just a lot of fun and play online games so yeah cool. I, it has upsides and it's downsides yeah and and to dive into your team because you, it started with you recognizing the feeling of you know being alone and also feeling that aloneness. Um, how is your team individually dealing with you know being by themselves? Do they all live by themselves? How do you how do you kind of interact? Yeah, so uh, we used to have stand up meetings via uh, yeah Google Hangouts or Google Meet, however you want to call it. Um, but um, yeah, so we make it discussable let's say it like that but so some mm-hmm. live together with someone else but some are also alone mm. um, and we just made it discussable like okay I find this uh, yeah very like lonely what can we mm. do to change uh, the situation mm-hmm. and uh, we, we, we started experimenting with a couple of things so one thing we did is we now have a Discord channel, which is a voice chat uh, application, mainly used for gaming, but mm-hmm. it allows for like direct voice communication while not uh, while your mic is not open all the time, um, mm. which kind of simulates a bit of the in-office setting because you can just say, "Hey, I have a question about this," and someone else can just react to it. Right. Um, so so that kind of things and we what we also did is we started introducing like after lunch a virtual lunch or whatever it's like uh it's more like a gaming uh game uh uh 30 minutes where we play well last week we've been playing crossword puzzles together so <laughs> together cool um but i i would say like these things uh do help um, and everyone is getting used to it, but in the first week, it was really st- a struggle for some of them, and mm. for some it still is a struggle. It's um, 
it's not easy let's say it like that but we do think we actively look together how we can make it more mentionable and i think that is mm -hmm. a really important thing to do because uh if you don't talk about it it's just going to yeah silently kill the motivation of your team so one yeah. of the things that um was really key was is like really working in pairs constantly mm. because that will get everyone through the day uh together uh because you're together uh mm -hmm. and that that really helped i would say mm. and you just said that you know um you don't want them to lose their motivation is that something you uh would say is logical like a consequence from feeling alone um Sometimes it is, yes, or uh, I, I don't, I think if you feel alone uh, or like as a team, you work towards the same goal, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel that others, well, you, you know that others are working, but it's just nice to know or to work on something together because you have this, this interaction. So I, I think it, I don't know if it's the direct uh, causation, but mm -hmm. Uh, I would definitely say that uh, it really helps. It can be a uh, improvement uh, in in that sense to to mm. motivate. Cool. Okay, so it's a, a lot of fun. So virtual lunch puzzles, but also your your Friday afternoon drinks, which are games. I heard and all of that, but also just making sure people are together so that they don't fall behind in terms of motivation. Right. I think that's how we can kind of wrap up what you just said. Yes, so actually the most, for me, the most interesting moment was even though we were closing our offices and going fully remote, but moving out of the offices together was like a kind of a team building event because we finally <laughs> could get together uh, in person. So we are really considering to at least do like one team building event, uh, with, of course, considering the social distancing. Yeah. Sure. Uh, together, because uh, for some that is re well really uh, beneficial. Let's say it like, like mm. that in terms of their mental health. Great. Okay. So even though you you said that you will work fully remotely from now on, so you cancelled your your contract for your office, you still think that this getting together feeling works for in terms of motivation, but also performance and just well being, basically. Yes, definitely. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. And um, uh, you, you told me that you, you've been through such a situation before. Were you on vacation or you were just abroad? Can you tell us a bit more about that story? Yes, yeah, so that was five years ago. Um, I, was, uh, yeah, I was part of a student team that uh, developed drones to help save rhinos. Mm. Um, and one of the use cases we were exploring is uh, in Mozambique to find uh, cassava, which is a it's kind of potato. Uh, with a drone from the air. Mm. Uh, but we were naive students, so we thought, uh, well, the the company that we were visiting had arranged, well, they had informed the local authorities that we were coming and flying drones. Mm. But they just wrote a letter. So, um, but they didn't even check whether they got the letter or wh whatsoever. So we started flying there and basically um, we got arrested um, I wasn't thrown in prison or something, but they took <laughs> my passport and for 60 days I was um, stuck in, in Mozambique, let's say it like that, um, mm. kind of in a similar situation because, well, 
of course I could go out, but like you you were supposed to be there only for two days, three days, and then go out. But actually, you have to you have to stay there for two months, um, mm-hmm. and that is kind of a similar situation because. Uh, except of course there are differences except now everyone is in the same situation in the in mm. uh, back back then i was the only one together with some of my uh teammates back then uh we were all stuck there um um making it uh like a kind of yeah lonely situation uh, we had to, mm-hmm. we had each other but it was not a nice situation to be in together mm. and how does it resemble to to the situation now well, because you get uh, your freedom gets taken away, right? Because you can't go out. Mm. Um, there, it's the same thing. And I think what I learned there is that when you can keep on hoping, and then you go through this adrenaline rush, you go up and down and up and down. Like uh, the embassy is saying, "Yes, you're gonna get out tomorrow," and then they <laughs> say no, and then basically through that process all the time you totally go crazy so like after one week i said okay i'm I'm not going to believe anyone anymore I'm just gonna <laughs> accept how it is i'm just gonna make the best of it out of it and um and then from that point onward like if if i see it and believe it myself then i will only uh believe it let's say it like that mm-hmm. um and i guess that is a similar situation here right because uh well not being able to leave your home it's kind of that it's 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 kind of similar i i had more freedom there let's say it like that but <laughs> uh but here i was also not able to leave my home because i had a cough of course i could break the rules but uh, then i would endanger other people uh, but i mm-hmm. would say in that sense accepting the reality how it is um that that, that it's it's similar in that sense hmm. very interesting and you just touched upon mindset in a way, because you said, you know, I wasn't going to believe anyone anymore until I saw it. I saw the evidence and the proof. Um, you uh, you showed me this diagram uh, in, in which there's like three phases. And I think that uh, for the audience watching, I think we can just explain um, uh, what it says for the ones listening. Uh, so you showed me a diagram in which you have three zones, the fear zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone. And uh, basically, it just illustrates uh, how you can deal with the situation, right? Yeah. Um, can you tell me a bit more about you know how you go from a fear zone to a learning zone to a growth zone in this kind of situation? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like uh, the, the, the multiple stages of... Uh um you you go through like first you don't want to accept that this reality is a new reality so that's uh that's kind of the fear zone so uh you complain about it uh you spread emotions this whole toilet paper grabbing behavior um i guess that is kind of the the the, the fear zone and once you start accepting it a little bit you uh you you start to go towards the learning zone and to learn about how this new situation how you can live in this new situation what does this mean for me so Mm -hmm. instead of like uh being very compulsive and very fear fearing you start to like trying to understand how it is uh how the situation is right now and once you've learned that you can go well i would say to the growth zone 
where you start to like look around and how can I help and appreciate others? How can I keep myself in a, uh, a happy and emotional state? Uh, these kind of things are all in mm-hmm. there. And basically that is more thinking about the opportunities than about all the negative things. Um, um, and I think that, that that's the three stages you kind of go through um, that people mm-hmm. go through. And during this crisis, and you see that a lot, like some people are still in the fear zone uh, at this moment um, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that still don't want to accept uh, the situation how it is right now. Hmm. Yeah, and if you're still in that fear zone, I mean, I would say that you're making your life so much harder at this point because you know we've been in this situation for a few weeks and if we're really honest we're going to be in it or in some form of it in the upcoming months maybe a year or one half hope not but um i think it kind of resembles the griefing you know griefing period or par- uh, pattern in which you don't want to accept it then you're like okay so how can i still cherish what happened and cherish the person and then you're going to grow maybe be inspired by uh what that person meant to you or still means to you and um, um i also saw this kind of this pattern on linkedin where people just started pushing out all these these courses and free books and you know all these webinars because they were looking for opportunities which was I, I would say a good mindset but um, maybe not they kind of skipped the learning phase you know what I mean yeah. they were not really taking it in as uh, okay what is the situation now and from a positive angle how can I deal with it and I think yeah it totally makes sense what you just said that many are still in the fear zone uh, fearing something that everybody is fearing. Yeah. Um, but you cannot get on with your life, especially not mentally, I would say, if you kind of st- yeah, stuck yourself in that situation. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and if we, if we would zoom out on this topic more, you know, more broad, um, in what sense was loneliness already a big topic before the crisis? Um, I think, I think that COVID-19, um, is just putting emphasis on it because people are, uh, are forced to stay at home and, uh, uh, be alone. And of course in, here in the Netherlands, the, the, the measures are quite mild if you compare it to some other countries. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, it must have been there before it's not like something popping up right now um Mm. and i guess that also has to do with this whole um online uh social media gratification uh hunger um where people yeah must be posting or posting something and well i don't know i always remember people that the stories that people actually delete the post and then repost it so that they can get more likes again like i mean the goal of social media is not to gain as many likes like i would say my in in my own opinion i I guess it's to stay stay in touch with each other so yeah for me myself i've i've limited my social media presence um in terms of my facebook and 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 personal like so that i have my own time and my alone time Mm -hmm. but 
I guess I guess um, we don't learn to be alone anymore. Like <laughs> and and being alone and being bored is not necessarily a bad thing. Like um, I f- yeah I think uh, I recently attended. The, I think this week I attended the, the workshop of uh, Kareem and he said that boredom is is a, an an a thing a thing initiator of like creativity. Because you're <laughs> bored, you lo- you learn to look at things in a different way. Um, but we kind of have the sense that we we get in this mode of like that being alone is bad. Um, and and I don't know how that came to be, but I guess I guess that that it it is okay to be alone sometimes, um, and it's also way sometimes nice to be alone. Um, uh, but yeah, dealing with that thought is uh, it might be hard um, hmm. for for some. Yeah, and 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 you said you put it very nicely that boredom just brings creativity. Um, but um, you also said that loneliness is something that we didn't learn or that we forgot. How do you think this this could have happened? Is this something that happens because of social media only or is it part of our upbringing for instance or is it just the way society is well what i think uh, the past yeah uh, decennia or um uh, decades uh, sorry um we we have been in an upward uh growth right like everything went very well um like uh everything went better every year like economy improved yeah like you had a better life and now suddenly like since a few years um it looks like that it's going down it's going the other way for a bit but mm-hmm. what, what if you if you're not used to um the, the downside i would say that you don't have this uh balance in, in anymore right so you you're only perspective is oh it is it was good so it should be good in the future um and actually only a few people uh still know the second world war or any other types of war and that kind of have the perspective of like it's having that bad thing so for me such an event was this mozambique event right Mm -hmm. that gave me perspective of like okay it also can be like this Uh, but many of us uh grow up having no um boundaries let's say like that if if you get a bad grade at school and you don't pass your year you just have have, uh, have your parents make sure that uh you pass uh and they talk to your teacher and make you pass so uh until you get like into your 20s uh, uh where the real life starts you do, you don't really get used to uh any struggles in the, let's say like that um and i think that also has to do with it kind of somehow Hmm, super interesting. So <laughs> we went from loneliness in like uh, in Corona times, which still is like the current situation. So I'm glad we can actually kind of pop out and, and make it uh, a more societal thing, let's say. Um, but you also just mentioned that we as children, I mean, people right now, people growing up right now, and maybe us too, like our generation, we did not learn to fill 
or we did not learn what the flip side is of the positive and the good and the fun and the success. Is that what you're basically saying? Yes, exactly. Super interesting. Yeah, I also agree with that. I think that, um, have you heard of that uh, the term called curling parents? Okay, so curling is that sport where you go over the ice, kind of like ice hockey yeah. with them with it, like this weird kind of ball thing, can't really explain. But the thing is that the term explains how certain parents wipe away the problems before the child gets to it. Yeah. Can you understand? Yeah. So I think that kind of resembles what you're saying. We don't really grow up with uh, seeing issues because other people kind of well, kind of come up with a solution or they make sure they're just out of the way before we even get to understanding them. And yeah, what you're saying is because we do not know what negative is or what uh, being alone is because we can be bored too. And sometimes we don't have a friend over and that's not sad. That's just real life. We just, we're not really, are we not, yeah, no longer in sync with each other or with yourself then? Because you're not being real if you, if you don't want to accept that not everything in life is always fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess that, that, that this kind of like all the prosperity that, that has brought us very far, that it has also effect on, on, on society in, in, in this world. And of course this is different in, in every country where you live, etc. Like it might not be like this in every country. Right. So for example, mm. Uh, in Syria, this wouldn't be this way, right? Because like right. it's it's war there. Like they have like this uh, negative impact. I can't imagine how it is uh, right there and how it must mm. be like living through through this war. Um, mm. But for for a lot of people, it's like they haven't uh, experienced such an event yet uh, to occur. Like for a lot of us, this is the first like big pandemic. Yeah. Uh, in our lives. Yeah. Do you think that kids growing up right now, like up until the age of, let's say, 15, 16, are going to feel different about being alone? That's an interesting question. Like, I think this has an impact on, like, how, well, all the cultures in, in the world are uh, acting, right? Because... Uh, COVID-19 is a virus that can't be stopped that doesn't listen to like it doesn't exist it just goes on so mm-hmm. um, I guess I guess this will impact society as a whole and it will be remembered I don't know how society will look from now on but I, I think like um, this whole uh, moving to remote working will get a huge push for example um, and that we kind of get realized that we were traveling like to this place before where we got together and put our laptops down, but we could do the same from home, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and I guess the same uh, for children in, in that sense, um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know how they will view it. I, I think you should in, you have such a session with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of speculation, of course, but I think that's, for everything in the situation right now. But I mean, if you just, yeah, if you just draw back lines to how, yeah, we haven't really dealt with big things in our, in our past, I can 
personally, I would say that super interesting to hear if there's research on that in a few years, if kids are more resilient, let's say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so I think we can kind of start wrapping up this conversation because yeah. we've gone from, you know, COVID-19, uh, the effects of it on your business, on your team, on you being alone, on loneliness as a topic for you and your situation and your team about it being like a general thing right now, about it being more of a societal challenge and always has been. Um, what would be your, your final remarks on that? Uh, would you say, what, what would you say would be needed to be done uh, in order to, to start dealing with this loneliness? Um, well, I, I think, in general like to to go through this situation how it is is just accept the situation how it is like you don't have control over COVID-19 we'll stay mm. there for a while until there is a vaccine um, that is just reality uh, what you can do yourself is just limit the sources of bad news um, and think of like what does this situation give you for opportunities right because you have loads of time on your hands you can do that hobby that you uh, always wanted to do because you now have a lot of time instead of like, be, yeah, being fed up with the situation. You can just also take the situation as an opportunity to do something you haven't done before or be in contact with the people you haven't spoke for a while. Um, and other than that, like if you have to stay at home, make it a nice place, right? Because <laughs> uh, um, uh, why? why make it a bad place if you have to stay there for a while so invest into it because you will stay there for a while <laughs> and other than that yeah just take the opportunities you have to have online activities with, with friends so you have that kind of interactions and yeah don't be afraid to speak about your feelings worries uh, because if you don't speak about them it will uh, build up in yourself and um, actually sharing it with people will help you deal with them um, and get you a step further and, and, and help you uh, help you grow in the end. Well put. Amen. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your thoughts and experiences with us, Camille. You're welcome.